Are you taking birth control but struggling with the side effects? Or did you recently stop your birth control and want to regain control of your hormones again? Or maybe you're wondering what type of birth control is best for you. What about side effects? What about autoimmune conditions and how birth control is linked to Crohn's, lupus, and interstitial cystitis? Today, we are talking about what you need to know about birth control. Thank you for joining us today. I am Dr. Allison DeBardo-Goggin, and you are listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. And before we get started, I want to invite you to my new and free program called Simplify Your Cycle. This whole month of February, I will be going live in my private functional medicine community, sharing information to help guide you on healing your hormones, simplifying your cycle, embracing your body and pleasure. The link is in the description, so come join us. And if you're listening after February, or if you aren't on social media, don't worry, you can still sign up. You'll get an email with a link to the workbook that has all of the videos included and all of the information in one easy place so it's easy for you to follow along. So let's dive in to birth control. So first things first, there's no shame about being on birth control. I think you need to do what is best for your body, your relationships, your life. And women use birth control for so many issues like acne, endometriosis, PCOS, getting control of heavy bleeding, and then obviously, of course, avoiding pregnancy. I am so grateful we have access to birth control and in many different forms and options, but you need to be aware of the risks, including nutritional and all of these things that we're going to talk about, as well as how to keep yourself healthy if you choose to take it. Now, some of my patients come to me for help with their hormones while on birth control. So you need to know that you can't fix your hormones while on birth control. First, it's really difficult to override synthetic hormones in your body with natural support. Second, you will 100% risk pregnancy by changing hormones while on birth control. And I don't recommend taking any sort of natural hormone support while on birth control if you don't want to get pregnant. And third, it's really hard to test for hormones while on birth control and know, are you looking at the synthetic hormones or your hormones? What's in balance and what's to blame? So I do recommend that if you want to balance your hormones and heal your cycle, you need to get off birth control first. And we're going to talk about how to do that today and support your body as you go through that transition. My story is a really long one, but I was on birth control for what I was told was endometriosis in high school and then throughout college. I suffered with severe cramping, heavy bleeding, um, all of the issues involved. And when I was in chiropractic college, I felt guilted into being on it because a male teacher was complaining about these reckless women who can't control themselves and need to be on birth control. And he was talking about how bad birth control was and really the women who were taking it. Now, I should have rolled my eyes and I should have ignored him because blaming women for getting pregnant is idiotic at best. Women don't get pregnant on their own. There's another person who's involved in the equation. So I won't go into the misogynistic qualities of male physicians and their beliefs about birth control. But um, I went off of birth control because I felt guilty and I wanted to be healthy and live a wellness lifestyle. And then, of course, a few months later, I was pregnant, despite using natural family planning methods and doing everything right. That's a whole nother story. 
Um, which is why I encourage you to join my free program because we're going to talk about how to do it correctly, what you need to know um, about natural family planning, taking your temperature, all of that. The other part of my story is that I struggled with severe depression in high school. And then again, when I restarted birth control in my 20s, but no one ever said, hey, this is, this is a side effect of birth control and we need to get you off of this. To quote an article on this, according to a study of nearly half a million Danish women published by the American Journal of Psychiatry in November of 2017, the girls and women using hormonal contraception were 97% more likely to attempt suicide than those not taking the drugs and were 200% more likely to succeed in their suicide attempt. Let us pause and reflect on that for a moment. Women and girls in Denmark who were using hormonal birth control were 97% more likely to make a first suicide attempt than their counterparts who were not on hormonal birth control and be successful in that attempt. This is terrifying, and it's terrifying to think that we're putting such young girls and women on this and then, like me, when I was in high school and I was struggling with depression, I was struggling with pain and endometriosis, it was, all right, now you need to see a psychiatrist and take antidepressants. And then I was just put on more and more and more pills instead of someone saying, hey, we need to get you off of this and talk about other options. And then we're going to talk about autoimmunity, where I had exploratory surgery for endometriosis and they didn't find anything. I got done out of the surgery. I got out. They're like, Hey, nothing's wrong with you. I don't know why you're in so much pain. Now I get to look back and go, I wonder if that pain was actually in my gut. And when I pointed and said, I'm having horrible cramping, there's something wrong. I was blamed on hormones, right? And my uterus, but it was actually the beginnings of colitis that was linked to the pill. So let's talk about the pill first. When you open that informational packet inside birth control that has all of the side effects and warnings and cautions on it and information, that paper is bigger than a full-size poster in like font six writing. You know, most women know about the side effects of hormonal birth control, including weight gain, nausea, bloating, headaches. Most women don't know that the pill can cause cancer is linked to heart attacks, embolisms, deep vein thrombosis, and even blindness. And when you look at the major doctors and the companies promoting birth control, these major risks are never talked about. They're not listed on the websites. They're like, well, at least you're not pregnant, right? The other issue is that nutritionally, the pill depletes folic acid, vitamins B2, B6, B12, vitamin C, and E. And then the minerals, magnesium, selenium, and zinc. There are connections between cervical dysplasia and cervical cancer linked to low B vitamins, which I learned about when I had my colposcopy. I had cervical changes. I was told I had cervical cancer and was going to die. And then we're putting women on a drug that depletes these vitamins that are necessary for our health and our cervical health. Then turn around and go, I wonder why would so many women have cervical cancer? And then we blame things like HPV and sex and all other things when the root cause is really the birth control that they're being put on with no regard for their health. So, 
if you want to stop your birth control for health reasons, number one, talk to your prescribing doctor. I am not encouraging you just to stop. You need to talk to your doctor. You need to talk about how to get off of it. You need to talk about your goals, um, if, especially if you're trying to avoid pregnancy or taking this for other reasons. Um, I recommend supporting the liver first. So this is kind of the protocol I put my patients on. So number one, liver, because it can liver clears the excess and synthetic hormones from your system. I like to use Zendocrine Complex from doTERRA. I also recommend digestive enzymes to support the gallbladder. So remember that your liver clears hormones, one of its job, and it packages them up and hands them to the gallbladder, basically inactivates them and makes them stable to get rid of and puts them in a little package, gives it to the gallbladder. And then when you eat fat, the gallbladder will release bile, which contains the packages from the liver, and then you excrete them through your stool. So you need to have a healthy liver, a healthy gallbladder, and a healthy gut to be able to get rid of everything in your body that your liver is trying to get rid of, especially synthetic hormones. The next thing I recommend is chase tree to help raise progesterone naturally, as well as, of course, nutritional support from all the things that we lost, including B vitamins, zinc, and magnesium. And then I also recommend the Women's Blend Essential Oil from doTERRA daily to regulate and support hormones, as well as help support your thyroid, your brain, your adrenal, and your ovaries. Now, if you want to stay on birth control or get on birth control, that's okay too. So now you know that you need liver support, you need gallbladder support, you need to have nutritional support, folic acid, B2, B6, B12. I really like the patch from patchmd.com. I'm not financially related to them. It's just one of my favorite companies. And use that. Make sure you're getting your C and E, especially your zinc. It's so important. Okay. Now let's kind of switch gears and talk about IUDs. Because it's the next most common birth control I see in my practice. And most women don't have any issues. But occasionally, I do see women have some issues and they're... I think my complaint is that when you have a problem with something that your doctor has given you, women are told it's fine. No, it's not. It's all in your head. This is, this thing won't cause this issue. And you've probably seen pictures. And if you haven't, um, it's out there. IUDs can travel outside of the uterus. It can perforate. There's issues with infections and especially pelvic inflammatory disease. The other thing you need to know if you choose to get one is to ask for real pain management. The tools like the tenaculum are extremely painful. And get this, medical doctors are taught that the cervix does not feel pain. It does not have nerve endings and you can basically do whatever you want to it and the woman won't feel it. And if she complains, it's in her head. She's just anxious. You can basically treat women however you want to. Now, as a woman who's given birth, who has a cervix, I'm going to tell you, it has nerve endings. We can feel things. So this is why you hear women passing out, vomiting, screaming with their insertions. The cervix is being punctured during the placement, and they're told, take a Tylenol. Get over it. It's really not a big deal. So informed consent is not truly informed consent if doctors are told they don't have to tell their patient what they're doing because the cervix doesn't feel pain that women don't feel pain. So know what's going on with your body. Do the research, listen to other women, and believe them. 
The other thing I would encourage you to watch is the Bleeding Edge documentary. It's on Netflix right now. And it's all about medical devices. And one of their main focuses was Esher. It's a permanent birth control method. It's a coil that is inserted into the fallopian tubes. So it will purposely cause inflammation and scarring. So that blocks the fallopian tubes and essentially prevents the eggs from being fertilized. I won't go into it. You can watch it. It was an amazing documentary. It talked about quite a number of medical devices in the history and the processing of them. Um, but thousands of women found that they suffered from side effects, including heavy bleeding, pain, migraines. And the biggest, one of the biggest concerns for me is that the introduction of the coil triggered autoimmunity in many of the women leading to lupus and other issues. And when they went to the ACOG meeting, the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, these women were outside basically protesting and talking to doctors about the issue. And all of these doctors were like, oh, no, I've never heard of it causing issues. It would never do that. They would tell us. And all these women are standing there going, it happened to me. And these doctors are basically ignoring them. So find a doctor who listens to you is another important part. Anytime you introduce something foreign into the body, like Esher, IUDs, bladder mesh, hip replacements, you're risking your body reacting and triggering autoimmunity, where the body starts to attack itself. When a patient gets an organ transplant, they're put on immune suppressants so the immune system doesn't overact. But when you put something else in your body, like a medical device, you're just told, hey, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Anything you feel bad is in your head and just go on with your life. And that's just not true. So, of course, there's no research on this topic except for some case studies because, honestly, I feel like no one really cares about women's health. It's really about money and how medical devices companies get paid, how insurance companies get paid, doctor gets kickbacks, and anytime a woman complains... It's basically ignored. I see that a lot of doctors are saying that hormones don't cause or trigger autoimmunity. So IUDs, the pill, injectable birth control, none of this will cause issues. But we know that we're not worried necessarily about the hormones. We're worried about introducing a foreign metal, a foreign plastic, something that's not carbon-based into the body that the immune system will react to. There's case studies out there that do say like, oh, well, I removed the IUD and then her symptoms went away, but it's not related. It's just an association. It's just a correlation. And the thing that's scary for me is that we know that once you develop autoimmunity, it's with you forever. You may be in remission and have no symptoms, but your immune system will always be trained to attack your own tissue. And then later, your whole life, you're going to have to worry about what's going to trigger you. And then finally... Finally, I found one study linked, it's linked in the description for you that states hormonal contraceptives such as the pill, norplant, and vaginal rings are very potent hormones that have effect on the immune system, which is made up of white blood cells and lymph nodes and normally defends the body against invading bacteria, viruses, and parasites. This review looked at the association of hormonal contraceptives used to use to the development of autoimmune diseases, where the immune system turns against the body and causes damage to organs. There is good evidence that hormonal contraceptives use is associated with an increased risk 
of several serious autoimmune diseases such as Crohn's disease, lupus, interstitial cystitis, to name a few. Several other rarer autoimmune diseases are linked to HC use. People contemplating the use of hormonal contraceptions should be informed of these risks. I've never heard of that before. And this includes the pill. So, yes, a hormone can trigger autoimmunity. Um, it can cause a flare. It can instigate it, especially if you're genetically predisposed to it. So, long story short, sometimes the benefits outweigh the risks. Absolutely. And you can educate yourself and be truly informed. So, take this information, do your research, get on social media, get in groups, just type in the birth control you want to take and search through the groups. Um, like the Easter has many, many groups related to many symptoms um, and outcomes from taking it. Talk to your doctor, of course. Ask for all of the information you can. Get the insert that comes with these medications to learn about them. Don't just assume that your doctor has the best interest. They might not even know. And if they do know, they might consider it an overreaction or an overestimation. So your health is in your hands in the end. So your choice to how you want to take care of your body. And as always, if you're looking for personalized care for hormones, autoimmune concerns, gut health, I am here for you. You can schedule an initial consult with me, get your personalized plan that's just for you. And in the February program, I'm gifting $50 off your initial consult. So make sure you join us, sign up and join our group or get the emails from us. And thanks for tuning in today. Make sure to like and subscribe and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule an initial consult online and get started with your wellness plan right away or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.